welcome to the Provoking Dialogue Podcast. I'm your host, Shaquan, a.k.a. Naturally Shaq, here with my co-host. Remy, a.k.a. Remy, a.k.a. A Lot of Irritated. <laughs> I think that's all I got right now. That, yeah, that's all okay, I got right now. Okay, okay, okay. Keeping it short. I guess that's as short as it's going to get. Yeah, definitely is. <laughs> so if you guys are listening to this episode, you may or may not be already aware that we are in the month of Sickle Cell Awareness Month. So here we're going to bring in, as we did last year as well, just bring some attention to Sickle Cell and just give out a little bit more information, a little bit about the experiences and stories of people that live with Sickle Cell um, to help educate the people. Yeah. So basically, you know, this is Remy's time to tell another story. So I'm going to just hand off to Remy. Yeah. Well, thank you there. Thank you. Okay, first off, there's a thunderstorm in my area, so I got no control over that. God doing You know, nothing about the weather fits the mood of the day. It, you know, the thunderstorm. How the... I feel internally as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I, yeah. <laughs> I agree, 100%. So, yeah, yeah, there's a thunderstorm in the background, a.k.a. don't complain about a thunderstorm in the background. All right, so, yes. With it being Sickle Cell Month, I remember on the last season, talked about pretty much my overall experience, like having just a completely shitty encounter or whatever, just going to the hospital and being sick and how all of that turned into me getting my current doctor. And in this one, I want to focus on drugs. And also, I kind of asked people what they wanted to hear, like, earlier this year in so many different ways. And a lot of people actually said drugs or whatnot, like drugs and addiction and everything. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I like that as well. Because I think a lot of sicklers actually go through addiction, withdrawals, like everything that comes with these high-intensity narcotics. It's just like, man, we have no choice but to use them. And then at the same time, even if we're not using them in our regular life, we're definitely going to get them when we get sick. Yeah. So, yeah, every time, you know what, I'm going to try to break this down in regards to how it normally goes for me being at home and slowly transition into like what I go through with pain medicine at home to the hospital and coming out. So when I get sick at home, normally it is pretty much, if it can stay below, at least my pain chart, my pain chart, if it can stay below a six, even though my pain chart is completely different from everybody, but let's say, all right, a paper cut to me is zero. Just, you're you're just not going to hear about that whatsoever. And even me internally... I'm aware of it, but it's my I don't care completely. It's just a zero. Nothing really happened. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say I'm trying to think of something that actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ma. I mean, I'm just trying to give a breakdown here. So, yeah. When uh, we was going to school, I don't know if you remember my leg getting ran over. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, it wasn't ran over. The foot was ran yeah, over. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. The foot, the foot was ran it over. It wasn't like he it was on the ground and literally ran over by a car. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. 
It would just, yeah, a foot. Yeah, a foot got. Just a foot. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> something like that, then that was probably a level three or four on my chart. Mm. Yeah. The most excruciating one is when I ran and bumped into, you know how the school table chairs, they got that metal at the bottom? Like in the schools, mm. it's just a solid metal chair or up under the table. And it was one of those lock-in situations and running around or whatever. I think I slipped on a blanket or somebody else's sleeping bag. And my leg yeah. went straight into that metal frame so hard to where it split my shin open. And I could clearly see my bone for like three inches. Like that, yeah. that's how open the gash was. It wasn't a broken bone. But you can clearly see that's the moment where I was like, oh, our bones are like beautiful white, <laughs> like beautiful yeah. white. Like I've never seen more white than that. And that was probably like a eight or a seven. Mm, OK. So okay. at home, um, going through whatever says sickle cell crisis, if it's below a six, I'm trying my best to take medicine at home, hydrate just because I don't want to go to the hospital if it escalates like a seven or something else. And at home, I have different pain medicines that are subscribed to me that are the same ones that I would get in the hospital. The only thing is I have to manage them properly. Like everybody got the instructions of what the pain bottle actually says, how you should take it. And I mm. think on mine, it says something like, it's one every eight hours, I believe. If it's not eight hours, it's six hours. So probably in a span of a day, that's probably what, three or four pills or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, with sickle cell, or at least with me, no, no dumb, I don't have any rules. I'm sorry, no. Those rules <laughs> don't, don't work. Only because I'm going by the pain that I'm experiencing, and majority of the time, the pain medicine that, they're giving us, even though they're high up on the chart, depending on our pain, they can be very, I want to say demanding on our body, but not long lasting in regards to what we feel, okay. not regards yeah. to if it's still in our system. It's definitely right, in our right, system, right. but based off of our pain, it'll probably be like two, three hours, if that, and then yeah. we're back we're realizing that things are escalating again. But that that's mm. the management. That's the pain management portion of when we're just at home dealing with it. So basically, the medicine, like I say, it's not as long-lasting in terms of like being a remedy for the pain. It's more so long-lasting to like the effects of your body, but not necessarily accommodating for the pain that you experience for that long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay. Definitely. And just also with the pain level piece, are you saying that basically, I guess to give some type of comparison or like some how people can like, oh, I wonder how that type of pain would feel like or comparing it. So what you were saying, like in terms of you basically breaking a bone, it's kind of like a comparison of the type of pain at least that you experience on a regular basis with a crisis. It depends. Yeah, it, it depends okay. on what type of pain it is, because there are those throbbing pain, sharp pain, and there's one more but I cannot remember that one because I, I normally experience the throbbing pain the most, but there is sharp pain. And the thing about the throbbing pain is that's based off of our heartbeat, at least for me. Mm, okay. Because every time, since sickle cell is a blood disorder, 
depending on where that pain is in our body, if I'm experiencing throbbing sensation, that's because the heart is pumping blood, of course, through our vessels. But on the areas where I'm not necessarily getting that oxygen or the muscles are not or the vessels are not receiving the proper oxygenated levels. At this point, it's just a hammer every few seconds based off of my heartbeat. Uh, I see what you're saying. So I got to learn to control my heartbeat to not beat as much while still experiencing the pain. Because, you know, when you're experiencing pain, you automatically go into, oh, my God, like it's some type of panic and your heart races Mm -hmm. no matter what. So now I got to try to find out a way of how can I concentrate, deal with the pain and slow my heartbeat down. Because the more fanatic I get, the more the pain is going to get, the more fanatic. Yeah, yeah, it's just going to be a continual cycle. And the sharp pain are, I would prefer those. They're a whole lot easier to deal with. Throbbing pain, it doesn't matter what level. If I'm experiencing it over an hour, I am slowly breaking down. Like, Mm. that is a game that you just playing with yourself. Yeah. And the sharp pain is like, it hits you, but depending on what you're doing... Or whatever your situation is, if you can kind of just be a mannequin, <laughs> it's like, all yeah. right, I'm good. But you know at some point, you got to use the bathroom. You got to get up and do something. No, right, right. Or the depending on your situation, the actual sharp, sharp, like stabbing sensation is going to escalate depending on what's going on with your body. But majority mm-hmm. of time, those are the ones where I'm like, I just don't want to move. Let me chill. Yeah. Let me breathe. And they also can bring the throbbing pains as well. But majority of the time, it's throbbing for me, and I can control it differently. Those are like, I don't know about the broken bone thing. It's hard for me to always give a better description for like broken bones and being shot and all these other things that people say. Because if I haven't necessarily experienced it, I don't really know. But at the same time... I know that the pain that I do experience is enough to make me cry for hours on end. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, that that's all I can I can give with that, but at home, yeah, it's not really me focusing on the time of how I can take certain medicines. It's based off of what I can tolerate as mm-hmm. I'm going through this cycle. And like thing on the back burner is probably the most important thing where it's like you got to manage it out properly so you don't get yeah. to these levels of addiction that your body is going to be like, hey, we need this to function. But okay. it, it's so hard to do that. That is so hard to do that, period. doesn't matter how many different ways I have tried to keep myself from getting to those levels from, shoot, probably, probably middle school on up. Went through pills, went through patches kind of like nicotine patches that you will see yeah but they're not nicotine patches those are high level (laughs) narcotics that you just (laughs) they're like stickers you put on up under your shirt and whatnot and i think i'm gonna talk about that one some more is patches pills there's the liquid form there's in muscle shots yes and i'm still referring to stuff at home i'm not even talking about hospital yet in muscle shots and I'm missing one more. Oh, like lotion. Yeah, some type of lotion or rubbing yeah. ointment or whatever. So that the skin can absorb it. Okay. Now did you have any questions in that? 
Well, I think you're about to break it down. I was going to ask, like, you know, more so, like, what, so you said, like, pills and stuff like that. Like, well, like what type of pills and all of that type of stuff. So, okay. I'm pretty sure that's what you're going to break down. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to go in the order that I experienced them because they definitely kept getting heavier and heavier in regards to what my body can deal with. But also, mm-hmm. also taught me that the body can deal with a lot. Yeah. The weakest part, at least to me. This is why I say sickle cell has taught me so much that even with having great parents, they don't even match up to what sickle cell has taught me. Because Mm -hmm. like I said, it gave me an understanding of what the body can handle and then also pinpointing what are the weaknesses no matter what I'm experiencing. So the body, the structure itself, this is just for me. I am no professional in nothing. (laughs) So don't take anything like direct but to me the body itself the structure can experience so much at high levels and it continues to surprise me the weakest parts of at least me or of an individual is the mind or like spiritually Mm. those tend to break first for me before i'm realizing the fact that okay no i'm literally just a mannequin right now yeah And, okay, so it started with pills, I think it was. I just can't remember. No, it was Oxycontin before they banned them. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what you started off with. Started off with, bro. (laughs) Started (laughs) off with. And this was probably ninth grade, if not ninth grade, eighth grade. Yeah. So basically at ninth grade... You were prescribed oxycontin, oxycontin. bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> they pretty much just threw yeah. me in the pits. It's like, hey man, got it. You can do it. And like that was literally like <laughs> they they didn't think like well I'm just very I don't know, and some of my mind is kinda of like this baffled a little bit, but like that's yeah. the, that's how what they figured out to start off with. This yeah. let's just give this ninth grader yeah. oxycontin. Let me let me provide some clarity here. Let me provide some clarity here. <laughs> I don't want to make this seem like, because like in in a statement like that, even my first thought thinking about it, even though I know it's not mm. true, it's like, wait, what? Where is your parents at? Like, how do you just get that? Like, why they didn't allow something? Okay, even okay, being younger, think probably ninth grade or tenth. It might have been ninth though. Mm. Everything before that, if it's somewhere around eight, nine, ten. Everything everywhere before that, of course. It was in my parents' hands. Yeah. So I can't recall exactly what they gave me through them or whatnot. Mm. But I do remember getting like the simple stuff that everybody get. Tylenol, Mm. Motrin, all of those type of medicines. And then the biggest thing, which is understandable because it's sickle cell. We need the oxygen. So we got to keep ourselves hydrated with oxygen through water or whatnot. Those right. are the things that I can remember, like, flashes of overall, period. So, mom and dad were definitely there through this entire situation. I just remember when it started for me to where it's like, all right, you got to make sure you do you and still, mm-hmm. you know, manage things properly. That's yeah. when that started there. Because, of course, mom and dad working. So, it's like, who are they going to call, like, another auntie or something like that? Be like, hey, I right, need y'all right. to check up, make sure he do. No, no, no. And especially in a black household, you know how you can be 11 years old. You got the key to the house, but you are at the house. 
they will leave oh, yeah. you there at the house. <laughs> and you better not open the door for nobody, and you better not yep. answer the phone. So from what I can recall, when it started for me just managing myself based off of what I was feeling, it was definitely Oxycontin. At that time, too, I'm just just curious, like, oh, did you know much about Oxycontin at the time, or did they no. even explain to you? Explain? No. And I, what's making me answer it that way is explain to me is like, all right, I'm verbally going to sit down with you and we're going to break down how mm. this stuff is important. No. Yeah. No. No. Mm, okay. <laughs> no. Not a <laughs> single doctor to this day has done that for the most important or the most riskiest things that I may encounter. Yeah. No. It was always, uh, here's the pamphlet that comes with it. Make sure you read it. <laughs> and Take that was it. Home. it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Never no sit down. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So me finding out, because just like you would probably think, I ain't read that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew when I was in pain, and I knew when I didn't want to make it worse on any level. Yeah. And I will never forget this. Like, I remember the first time of taking everything that we were going to talk about. Mm. Okay. Also, I, I want to say that uh, because now I'm recalling and, and pain images now. Let me know when to shut up, because I just lost complete time management of what we're what we're trying to do here, sir. Okay. I know you're good. <laughs> so when I first took, oh my god, bro! I first took oxycotton or whatever. I think it was called oxycodone or oxycodone. I'm not really sure. But when I first took mm-hmm. it, I looked at this little bitty pill, like so small. I don't even know what I can give an example of how small this pill was. Oh, you know what? The size on your audio jack, like on your cell phone, when you plug in your headset, yeah. that that little circle, mm-hmm. probably n- no bigger than that. Or it wasn't bigger than that. I would definitely say that. Yeah. Wasn't bigger than that. And I don't remember the dose, but I know when I looked at this and I was like, I got to, I took it. And of course, my, my same procedure of how I manage my body is, all right, take pain medicine, stay hydrated. And keep your mind busy. So I'm mm. always, I'll play the game or something like that. I just got to be careful which game that I play. Because if it's something that I have some type of attachment to. Or if the game is too good. Yeah. Heart racing makes it okay. harder for my yeah. pain experience. So I got to be careful with that. But me taking my mind off of the pain is beneficial. Because the more I'm experiencing it. Of course, I got to try to find ways to ignore it sounds weird, but I got to find ways to ignore what I'm experiencing because if I focus on it, I'm aware of the fact how my heart is beating and then like that, the natural instinct yeah, of, it, basically. oh my God, yeah. I'm getting worse. Oh my God, I'm getting worse. Yeah. Right. So yeah, playing a game, I keep my mind off it. So my natural setup, like, all right, I'll take this, sit down, move. You got about three, four, five bottles of water or knowing mom and dad, a whole case or two cases, like literally (laughs) right next to you and just sit there and play the game. And back then it probably was Borderlands or Tomb Raider or Final Fantasy, something like that. Mm. But when I tell you none of this mattered, nothing of what I'm saying just matters anymore. (laughs) (laughs) When this pill kicked in, my guy. The first thought was, all right, I got to get some rest. You know that state when you're playing a game and you slowly get sleepy? 
and it's oh yeah, yeah. you just standing there you're gonna die you feel it in your hands like you just don't <laughs> even care though yeah that kicked in instantly but as soon as that kicked in my mouth got watery and for me that's a signal of i'm about to throw up mm. so my thought was definitely lay down bro like lay yeah. down stop and because of that at least with me when i get that about to vomit sensation i cannot drink no water bro i can't yeah. drink no water especially after i've been drinking water for like six seven hours right right any little thing this is this is all a wrap but as i i put the controller down and i laid down like just just i just gotta go my nigga i gotta lay down my nigga, i gotta lay down <laughs> All of that came up so quick, Mm. just within like those two, three seconds of me just sitting up, laying down. I didn't even make it to the lay down position. Like I'm diagonal. Like if you're looking at it as an art, (laughs) halfway all over the basement floor, my bed, the rug, like bad, bad. All of that came up and little did you know. It was late night, so somebody's coming home from work. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, daddy came in, and I don't even remember what dad said, because at this point, the pill done kicked in. Like, I am just distorted. Yeah, you already gone. Yeah. It's a wrap, homie. Like, I I know I got to try to clean this up, but nah, man, everything everything is an F. Everything is done. This is just all bad. (laughs) Yeah. And ever since then, that note... At that point is when I gained the ultimate respect for Oxycontin, mm. period. So then on, I did not take that. I did not want to take that anymore. What grade or age was you when like, that happened? I think this was definitely ninth grade. Okay. Yeah, this was definitely ninth, ninth grade. I'm guessing that because of I think I was playing Borderlands and I was still playing it on Xbox. It wasn't okay. even PlayStation, okay. so I think it was ninth grade but at that moment i gained the most respect and a slight fear of uh oxycontin and i knew i did not want to take it anymore and if i was going to take that as a decision Mm -hmm. it had to be where it's like all right move you're literally breaking you're about to cry yeah like then you take it and i did not want to be around anything like it gotta Mm -hmm. be at a state where i'm perfectly aware of the fact that I can sit here and just damn near meditate for hours on end with no engagement of anything or anyone. Yeah. And you know what? Our family, that's not happening. So (laughs) (laughs) I only dealt with that like at home. And that's what started on the moments of like, I didn't want to go out as much. We talked about this like in the last season, of course. Yeah. But that's what started the... I don't want to go out. I think I'm a burden to other people. Like, what if I get sick mm. with people? Da 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 da. That's what started all of that. Because I'm like, okay. even if okay. I feel I'm not at that level, like eight or seven or whatever, I can be at a level three at the start of the day, just because I'm aware of the fact that all right, this is a slight sickle cell crisis. Mm. There is a chance that this could get worse. No, mm, whole okay. day done. I don't want to be around. I don't want to put nobody in that position. Yeah. And majority of the time, it didn't. I ain't gonna say majority. Half the time, it didn't happen that way. And then, of course, half the time it did. But that was the beginning of. I don't want to put nobody in that position. I know if I gotta take this pill, I might as well just stay at home. And yeah, that was yeah. a recurring situation. Period. Okay. And anything with that? 
I'm going to save some of these questions okay. to a All little right. bit later, I think. So. Okay. All right. So I can't recall how long that was, but it wasn't too long because after a while, I realized that my body was changing in some way and I just mm-hmm. couldn't pinpoint what and how. Of course, being younger, don't have the awareness levels that I have now, but I was aware that my body was changing because... From the first time that I took that and that vivid picture that I kind of just painted, over time, all of those things left and it just became, all right, Mook, if you take this, you're sleeping for six, seven hours. That was the only focus. And I still already had that pattern of, if I got to take this, I don't want to be around people. I don't want to be a burden. All of those dominoes was already in effect anyway. But the only thing that changed was like, all right, well, you take this, you out for six, seven hours. Yeah, And at that point, that's why I was like, wait a minute, how did this get better as I took this? Like, And I couldn't identify it. But now looking back, that was the first clear your body tolerances kicking in play. Yeah. yeah. After so many, I don't know, years, still single digit. I want to say less than five. After so many years and whatnot. And of course, mom and dad noticing I'm sleeping a lot. Right. And oh. this is still with Oxycontin primarily. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm sleeping a lot. I don't know if it was mom. If it, I don't know if it was our parents or me that was like, no, I'm not rocking with this, bro. Mm. I know I had the thought of I am losing out on my life. Yeah. In regards to engagements, graduations or whatnot, because all of those dominoes was already in effect of I don't want to be a burden to people. And with what I was going through with my tolerance personally, I was Mm -hmm. like, bro, I am sleeping way, way too much. Like I am years is going by and I'm like, I have no memory of certain things because I wasn't there. Yeah. All of those memories were like the four concrete walls (laughs) in the basement (laughs) and it didn't matter what it was. That's so now that I think about it, so that doesn't help either because you're in the basement where there's like no windows, so there's literally no light. I mean, the only window right. is like at the They're very like the, far, far end, yeah, that yeah. little small, little tiny yeah. window. The, the, so like that doesn't yeah. help either in yeah. any situation. Facts, so. facts. No, that is 100% correct. And what you just said right there, there's a huge breakdown or a specific detail that leads into what's going on or how I dealt with certain things in the hospital. Mm. So yeah, from there, realize it or whatever. I don't I don't remember if it was my parents or me that said something and was like, we got to change this up or get a lower dosage or something. And the next plan was, all right, cool. Don't do pills. Let's do like patches. Like the, mm. I forgot what the heck they were called though. It wasn't oxycodone or oxycodone. I don't remember the name of the patches. I really don't. But they were high level. Now, compared to Oxycontin, how would you compare it to, to that? Better. No, it was, it was, I mean, we're talking about drugs here, so. Uh. <laughs> like, it turns out, like, Oxycontin, we know that's, like, more of an opioid. And, like, that's a little bit more, set, basically, significant impact on your body. Facts. But in terms of this other one, was this one as harsh on your body, uh, but still, like, at least mm. you were at least getting the benefits <laughs> of, like, the pain relief? Or how would you compare um, that aspect? Yeah, like, it's humorous to me because the differences were, I want to say beneficial, but then when I tell you the only symptom that I really had with this 
it's like, bro, how was that beneficial? It's like, if you're just comparing what I just said and what I'm about yeah, to say, yeah. personally, I feel it was worse only because of just how this symptom, this one symptom was, I don't even know, like, it happened so many times. It's one of those things where it's like, like, if you repeat yourself so many times to somebody, you're right, getting right. irritated. Like, how many times do I got to keep telling you this? Yeah. It was one of those where it's like, it kept happening so much, so much, no matter what was going on. I'm just like, bro, I just, no, I don't want nothing to do with it no more. Just, no. Mm. <laughs> and <laughs> with the patch, I don't remember the name. I really don't. With the patch, at the beginning, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is this is way better. I'm not taking the pills. Cool. Mm. And plus, the, the pills gave really bad stomach aches. It didn't matter if I really did uh, eat okay. or, or not. Like, these, the some of the stomach aches made me cry more than oh, the wow. actual crisis I was experiencing. Yeah. Like, those were bad, bad. And with this, I was like, all right, cool. Ain't no pills, you know? I don't got to worry about my stomach hurting, nothing. Just a, just a sticker? Just put it on and enjoy my day? And mm. bad. And then this one thing happened. <laughs> I think we had, like, a family event, like a bowling event or something. You know the mm. picture where we're all at the bowling alley and I got my shirt up showing my stomach? Yeah, yeah. Patch. Okay, I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> like, at that moment, oh, I was feeling yeah. great. But before that moment, oh, boy. <laughs> All right, so we went bowling or whatever. And I think earlier that day, I was I was already, like, kind of experiencing low levels of pain or whatnot. And again, these dominoes are already in effect to where I don't want to be a burden to nobody. If this escalates, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. But because I think mom and dad was also aware of it, dad's like, well, you just come out and enjoy. You don't got to do nothing. Just chill. Just be around people. Just yeah. mingle. Da, 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 da. I'm like, all right, cool. Whatever. Cool. And I was like, well, I could just throw this patch on just in case to keep it from going to like five or six or something like that. Cool. Mm. I did not know how fast the skin absorbs <laughs> anything on like period. And getting there, I'm perfectly fine. I think it's right after you get your shoes and everything. I don't even think everybody chose their bowling ball yet. And this was from me being home to what I'm telling you right now was probably about 28, 30 minutes. Right before like everybody really started, started that patch started. And I think I had it on my arm or my chest. I'm not really sure. And the patch Mm. was as big as... I don't know what type of cell phone you got, but I think this is a Samsung Galaxy 8. Take two of these side by side. Yeah. And kind of cut it in half, but not really. Like, would you say as big as like the icy hot patches that they be having, those big ones that they be putting like, on people's back and stuff like that? Yeah, just a, just a little bit smarter. I mean, smaller. Like, if you could cut probably about 28% off mm. what's remaining okay. that's the that's the patch yeah so okay. i was like all right cool no big deal slept that on no big deal and then that boy kicked in right right around when everybody was getting their balls and i started sweating instantly and mm. i got watery mouth and i'm like i have no idea where the bathroom at in here and i am still around people and the bowling alley was packed so now i gotta concentrate because i know i'm about to throw up so either throw up on everybody and everything up in here <laughs> <laughs> go to the bathroom when i went to the bathroom all of that came up all of that wash my hand wash my face off i go 
to reach for the handle on the door. And you know, mm. most bathrooms, the sink and the door is not far from each other. Right. I go to reach, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 I got to go back. Da, 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 da. That happened three mm. times. Three times. Oh, wow. Right yeah. there. I'm like, bro, this is, this is whooping my ass. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm throwing up so much. I am like getting tired at this point. After a while, when I feel it's done, I don't grab a ball, no nothing. I just go and sit down. And I'm just praying in my head, please don't let nobody come talk to me right now. Please don't let nobody come talk to me right now. <laughs> yeah. And nobody did. Like, conversation-wise, it was just little things so I can just do, like, one-word responses or something. And, you know, mm. our family can kind of pick up on if Mookie is being Mookie or whatnot. Right. Yeah. No, I was like that almost to the end of people bowling. And then we took the picture at the end. At that right. part, hey, I'm good now. I'm regular me. I was throwing up, like, multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, but that that was the regular thing. So, like, every time uh, I'm taking okay. this, it doesn't you matter. I was throwing up so much, bro. I was throwing up so much. And I don't remember the name of it or, or anything. But after throwing up so much, like, threw up way more than the actual pill. Say mm. F that, bro. I don't want no more sticker patches, nothing. Take these away. Give me back whatever the hell. Nice, you got it. Yeah. So it was Oxycontin and then the patches, and then you said muscle shots. Uh yeah. Yeah. So those didn't last last long either. Mm. Because it was a risk. I forgot what it was. Risk. Kind of, that just sounds dangerous. You said that's like you doing that at home. Like these are at home treatments but, that you're doing. Because you see now with that, I'm counting it as at home, but they were not at home. I'm counting all of these. Well, this one, because it wasn't in the hospital. Okay. When we went back to the doctor to get rid of the patches, we discussed this. I'm like, I don't remember who said it, but... If I'm going to go back to those, then y'all got to at least cut that dosage in half or something like that because this is just not working for me at all. Mm. And they discussed the end muscle shots and whatnot and how I could come to the sickle cell clinic or outpatient clinic completely separate yeah. from the hospital to get these shots every so often, depending on how I'm feeling. But the thing is, you can still also get those, or at least back then, you can still also get those even with you not being in pain. Mm, okay. It's one so of like those schedules. trying to prevent? Yeah. Like, was like yeah, a prevention yeah. type thing? Yes. Okay. Yes. And the first time I went, I was like, all right, cool. Because this is kind of similar to how people would get their regular flu shots in their shoulder or something. Mm -hmm. But I'm not receiving a flu shot. I'm receiving pain medicine. And I got to stay there for like three or five hours. It depends. Okay. I, I didn't stay yeah. there too long. But just after like the first or the second encounter when I did this, like common sense to me then definitely kicked in. It's like, bro, this is the beginning of chaos on top of whatever your body is already experiencing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, this this doesn't add up long term. I'm already aware of everything else that my body done been through. I'm aware of the changes, like tolerance is starting to get more familiar and I'm slowly hearing like withdrawals and whatnot. And I'm relating to all of this different stuff. And I'm like, nah, fam, this is a whole nother level, bro. Just, yeah, nah, 
So like, so like, what was the main symptoms from it that you had with the shots? The main thing with that, I didn't have a lot. I guess because it was in a professional setting or whatnot, and the way they did it, they didn't give it to me all in one moment. Yeah, it'll like spread out. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of spread out, but still there, like probably over the mm. five so hours. It's like you get an increment shot, increment shot every so. Like okay. they're okay. going by what you would go by on the pill bottles. Out. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And with that, I didn't have a lot of whatnot, but I'm just thinking like, bro, add this on top of when you actually do go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, bro. Like that's literally me reflecting on all right this is a little baby hell but when you go up there <laughs> that's big daddy hell you just yeah, combine yeah. both of them i was uncomfortable with that and that's when i started to think about other cichlers i'm like bro other people that get shots like this regularly and then we hear about the individuals that just come to the hospital or come to the er just to get their shot their moment or whatever i'm like bro yeah. what if it's because of something like this like and mentally they're so used to Having this schedule, nah, bro. I just didn't like the way I was playing that out of my head at all. Nah, I just didn't like that at all. Yeah. So those didn't last long. I didn't have, of course, as many symptoms as well as everything else. But I just did not like the play, how that fit in the overall picture scheme of things for me. I just didn't like that. Those didn't even last a whole year, if half a year. Like, yeah, mm-mm. it was one or two visits, and I was like, nah, uh-uh. I don't remember the last one that I had. Was that it? I think those were the, those were the three that you like Oxycontin, yeah, like the pills, the patches, and then the muscle shot. So then I'm curious then like, so what do you do now in terms of how do you manage it? Okay, now at home, I don't advise none of what I am about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Period. I don't care if you have sickle cell. I don't care if you know. Oh, and also, I just want to just uh, have like a timeline as well. So the muscle shots was around what time? Like what age? All of that. Shots. Mm, Probably 10th. Like all of these stories, it's crazy how a lot of this stuff. Wait, wait, wait. It's in small time So after the muscle shots, did you end up going back to Oxycontin? Yeah. Okay, okay. So basically, Oxycontin, the one I stayed the longest out of the other ones. Yeah, in regards to time span, like, just period, yeah, yeah. Overall, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I remember that started, the beginning of that started with 30, I think that was 30 milligrams, and then once they cut that in half, it was 15, because I, I remember seeing 15 on bottles, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So basically, within, like, a few years, you basically were... Bro. I would say trials for three <laughs> different significant Bro. high doses. I was a drug drugs experiment. Okay, drug a, experiment. What's the and living the one you end up drug experiment? <laughs> yes. So I guess for you, the one that at least had, at least I'm gonna say it didn't have symptoms, but at least you felt like a symptom that you could felt at the time that you can manage, you can deal with, mm-hmm. was dealing with oxycodone versus yeah. doing the constant throw ups with mm. the patches mm-hmm. and going doing the whole situations with the shot. Yeah. It was at least for you more tolerable to deal with Oxycontin. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I have more okay. control over it and mm-hmm. I can respond how I needed to respond 
if I yeah. was not responding based off of what my pain situation was in that moment. Mentally, I'm, mm, I mean, I'm okay. still acknowledging okay. the common sense moments that stood out for me, but I know mm. this way I have more control over what I can, cannot, and shouldn't do on all those other situations. Okay. Like you said, with Oxycontin starting off, that being yeah. 30, I don't have no control because that's 30. Whatever the right. hell happens after I pop that pill, that is it. <laughs> that's okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. I could manage it a little bit with 15 for sure. I got more room to manage that. Scheduling mm-hmm. in muscle shots, I just don't like the way that puzzle piece plays in the entire puzzle. And then the patches, yeah. I threw up way too much, bro. I No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So, yeah. Okay. I ended up where I started in half, of course. But now I'm like, all right, Mook, well, let's see what you can find. Like, see what you got to do. Like, see the different changes. Like, at this point, that's where everything kicks in for me mentally. That's why I, mm-hmm. this is also a huge portion why I say mentally I'm stronger than many things, period. Just mentally, yeah. I feel I'm strong enough to go through any and everything. Because at this point, once I... Ended up where I started pretty much, just at a different dosage. So now I'm aware of, all right, the symptoms have come with it. I know what's about to happen with me. But mentally, now these things are just find a different way to put this puzzle piece together. That's what this is. This entire thing becomes that long term. So, yeah, I ended up with that again. And I managed that better enough. Not better as in like you know how you would get an essay or something and the teacher got the red marks on it and then she no, said right, right, make right. these changes and mm. your c minus can become probably an a minus so you make these changes mm. let's just take that uh same analogy or example and with me oxycodone 30 milligrams in the beginning all of those are f just all f's there's no way i can make that f better period but now with this version of me where I started, I can see different ways where I could turn this F into a C minus. Okay. So that uh-huh. that's what that is. Yeah, that became that for years. For years. Until the government was like, This is too much. What's no going one. on out yeah. here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But by then, you know, damage is done, the world is responding to it right. differently, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So uh yeah. How do you kind of like I don't want to go into too much. I was trying much, to remember uh, that question. Stuff. Like, what did he ask me? So. <laughs> the original question was, yeah, um, what? How do you manage now? How? I know in the I know in part two we're going to talk a little bit more about like the withdrawals and yeah. all those other situations. But yeah. yeah, in terms of page management itself, yeah. how if that's what you were doing. So basically, it was oxycodone to patches mm-hmm. to muscle shots, back to oxycodone but at a smaller dosage mm-hmm. until basically it was banned. So what right. happened right. then until like, so what do you do now? And also, um, I know it might not seem like it, but you'll see when I mentioned the hospital portion, it's so easy to explain because of everything that I'm saying right now, it ain't going to be long. How I manage now is, mm-hmm. all right, do any and everything you can that substitutes what you got going on, mm-hmm. period. And any... And everything are in capital letters, bold, italic, underline, like, any, (laughs) everything, bro. With those words, how I'm saying it that way, I do this with everything, which, of course, we kind of talked about this before. Like, if it's certain hurdles that I feel I need to get across or something, I need to, and I'm not satisfied with it the way that it is, 
I need to remove the hurdle completely, wipe the whole mm-hmm. slate clean, and then I start the process back over and over. Yeah. So for me, and this is why I said I do not advise this for nobody. I don't care if you do have sickle cell or you know somebody that got sickle cell and you want to tell them this. This is me. So for me, I said, all right, any and everything, Mook? Yeah, any and everything, Mook. It's go time. Don't take nothing. Don't take nothing. <laughs> don't take the regular little blood medicines you're supposed to get. Folic acid, hydroxyurea. Like these are mm-hmm. little medicines that's supposed to help manage how my blood cells just function on a regular basis. But I'm like, yeah. no, I need to start clean plate. Whatever I put on this plate is because yeah. of what I'm aware of and what I'm noticing. And that's what I did. So I didn't I don't take nothing to this day. <laughs> mm. And I still get prescribed those because now I know how they work. So I yeah. use them as I see fit. But the only thing I still don't have full control over to use how I see fit mm. is the pain medicines. Because okay. now with everything that I just said, that's years of my life. So that's mm. years of changes, years of tolerance that my body has already gone through. And I can't rewind yeah. time on. Like, I got to make the best with what I got now. So that's how I look at that now. And now I know what medicine works in regards to what they're prescribing me that's not pain medicine. I know what medicine works in regards to the pain medicine that they're giving me. I know different ways I can break that down to make it last long term and still deal with the addiction and the withdrawals that come with all of that. Like I said, because this this is years of stuff that's already implanted or it's just a part of me now. So my body right. do respond to all of these things in, in different ways that people probably wouldn't even think. And it's like, no, now it's just a part of my regular life, period, mm. no matter what. I can take one pill of something. Of course, with um, Oxycontin getting banned or whatnot, they switched that, and the damage was already done. They switched that to Norco, I believe. And I can go like two, three months easily without it. But... If there's a moment where I'm actually experiencing a crisis, doesn't matter the level of low and high. Yeah. The crisis itself is different based off of how it used to be back in the day. Okay. The crisis okay. now, they still work the same way, but they hit me a lot more in regards to like fatigue, like the anemia portion. Right. That is at the top now. Like me feeling tired, me feeling drained. Those things stand out mm-hmm. a lot more now. And like I said, when I take it, it hits me different because it's affecting my pain, of course, and it's helping me. But because naturally my body is already at the anemic state based off how I'm feeling fatigue-wise and tired-wise, that pill doesn't help that. It just makes me feel like I'm not as mm-hmm. tired. Okay. So when yeah. that pill wears off, I'm in another sickle cell crisis. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> because now I done sat here and treated and acted on things feeling better, like I got a full tank of gas, the and then the entire really time, didn't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no, the engine still breaks, because I overdid it, and I just didn't feel like it. So things like that are normal now. I just wiped everything, and I only play with the puzzle pieces that I feel is necessary. 
nothing else. And diet changed long term, but I could talk about that okay. later. Okay. And hospital, the reason why I said it's easy to break this down is because mm-hmm. everything that I just said, everything that I just said, imagine all of that every single time I go to the hospital combined. Because now all of these are IV situations. These right. are straight to the veins, straight to the body effects. All of those things are still in play. Not in regards to do I get patches and whatnot in the hospital. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Potency of medicine. That's what I'm... A lot higher. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So all of those are still in play, for sure. Even now when you go to the hospitals, it's still... Mm-hmm. Okay. So even, okay. even on those days when I'm getting out, I'm, I, of course, mm-hmm. I feel great. But... That's the fake full gas tank situation. Right, right, right. Because then after it wears off, you basically yeah. you have to recover yourself yes. from the actual yes. crisis and yes. everything else. Okay, yeah. Yeah. okay. That's why I say that. That was easy. See? Oh, that was that was pretty quick. That was pretty quick. I was surprised. But no, that was pretty quick. Ooh. And I, said, I know we're going to talk minutes, a lot more. Boy, let's go. <laughs> I know you want to talk a lot more in the part two. But I know we did. I think, would you feel okay with, instead of doing provoking Thought, we can kind of go into, like, the I'm perspectives and... <laughs> we can switch that out. We can remove provoking Thought and basically flip it to go into the questions about, like, so the perspective. And you might know yeah. I have said a few questions as well. So yeah. we can just go into that way instead. Yeah. Yeah. So... Should I give my perspective or should I do you want me to ask you some questions? What um, what's the best route? Let's go with yours. Cause I do have questions, but depending mm-hmm. on what you might actually say anyways, I think yeah. my questions might change or new questions are going to pop up. So yeah. Okay. So I'll say for me, just like what you saying a lot of that in terms of my perspective. Like I said, I'll, I'll live with you from all of my life. So I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know that severity of the, yeah, especially with dealing with different medicines and stuff like that. Right, I right. had no clue at all. <laughs> I don't think I, I remember. Like, so I just remember like, oh, well, in the hospital, I think it was very obvious. Like, you know, oh, he's definitely on some high drugs. Yeah, so you can still like turn, you try to have conversations with high, you. High right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, he's loopy. <laughs> he's on something. It's very obvious then. Right, and then like you'll still be making jokes, so like it made it playful in some sense. Yeah, but yeah, in yeah. certain sense too, like dang, like he's taking some really harsh stuff. <laughs> so like in the hospital, it was like even though it was severe, then it was like okay, it made I guess because of the setting, yeah, it made me feel like oh okay, this is understandable. Mm, I'm like, well, he's in the hospital. Yeah, I'm like he's in the hospital. He has doctors. Doctors obviously know what they're doing. So I'm like yeah. this is like just as a kid growing up, this is what you're thinking. Like the doctors okay. know what they're doing and stuff like that. I said only other situation where it was like okay, somebody needs to really be, like, managing this in the hospitals when, like, the situation was happening with you. We talked about last season, mm-hmm. like, um, when, like, basically the, the doctor was basically overdosing you with drugs. And, like, he was really just messed up. And, or those situations yeah. where I think even sometimes they gave you, the, like, the wrong medicines and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the heck is Break going out. on? So I think... Oh, my mm-hmm. God, yeah, yeah. So, like, those are only months like, okay, somebody needs to at least be here or, like, somebody needs to, like, manage what's going on because, yeah. So, like, luckily, you know, of course, mom was always going to be that person oh, that the champion. Facts. So, that was, like, so it was, like, it was a, even though it was knowing, like, the situation was happening, it was, like, okay, if mom is involved, we know it's good because mom did not play at right. all facts. if things came, when it facts. came to you and, like, especially, like, seeing how certain doctors would treat you and all that whole situation. Yeah. So And just, just to say, it's... 
we're not just isolating that as mom. Like, no, dad, mm. dad was working. Oh no, yeah, dad yeah, is yeah. military. Like, sometimes it's just yeah. mama. Like, dad is working, yeah. and dad in the military. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point too. So, like, in terms of the hospital setting, that was my perspective on that. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing I was, it was not some, not really related to pain. Mm-hmm. I guess in some ways it is, but one thing that used to like make me feel like weird or uncomfortable. But sometimes, like, I think as as you were younger, like, when you would get the IV sometime, and yeah. then, like, certain times it would be difficult for you to get oh. the IVs, and they hear you, like, like, like cry. And so, yeah, and I could see yeah. your face, and like, oh, I'm like, oh, this is make me feel like so, <laughs> like, I, like, you started crying, too, and then sometimes yeah. even, it was, like, really, really bad, like, to, or if you have a severe crisis where, like, it was yeah. even already difficult for people to even touch you. Facts. And then, like, so now you have to get an IV, too, and it's to hear, like, the pain that you was going through. Like, oh, yeah. my God, I just couldn't. Yeah. I think sometimes I have to, like, step out of the room. One of those situations where you got to step out and mm-hmm. you hear those, or I've always heard those statements where it's like, I don't like seeing them like that. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like that with a lot of people because it definitely, definitely was like that. It didn't matter what was going on because I've been mm-hmm. getting poked my whole life with just IVs. Yeah. Them veins yep. are damaged, man. Y'all just... Hey. Yep. So, okay. So, I'll okay. say that in terms of hospital. That was my perspective on that. Okay. All the other stuff, I did not realize <laughs> at all. Cause we even said about the, the bow, and I'm just trying to think about, like, dang, I don't even remember it. Like, I don't, he seemed fine the whole time. I didn't even realize he was yeah. there throwing up in the bathroom yeah. Yeah. multiple times yeah. and was nauseous and everything. Like, so I you did not hearing know all that of that, that, like, all that out of the hospital stuff, is mm-hmm. like, you literally just heard a brand new story, period. Yeah. The only thing that I, like, I kind of knew in some sense, but, like, of course, the OxyContin to, like, some extent. Mm. Like, I knew that. I knew that was an issue. Like, I just, like, OxyContin. I just remember, like, actually, I don't remember everything, like, how exactly everything happened. Right. But I just always knew, like, okay, he's taking a lot of OxyContin. He's taking OxyContin. He's always sleep. So, I, I didn't know if I really put it all together in mm. a sense. I was just, like, okay. And also, too, I think it was difficult because, like, at the same time, like we're teenagers, yeah, so it's like also like regular life stuff. Yeah, we're doing our regular life, but at the same time, so I was dealing with my own situation too, and then like Yo, you were dealing with this. I didn't even think you were dealing that. with this. So I'm just like, okay, and then like, oh, and like still, we are teenagers, <laughs> so like we also have be moody at that time too. So it's like, well, he's probably just really just don't want to be bothered with people. Like, just leave him alone. Yo. So it's just like, even this stuff like that is even though like it could have been connected to you. Going through what your yeah. situation with drugs and your crisis. Facts. To me, it was like, okay, I Mookie's being Mookie, or like, say, give him some space whenever he wants it. We want to play a game, <laughs> we'll play the game. It was just that, like, you know, believe him alone when he wants to be left alone. And like, you know, when he wants to interact, we'll interact. Right. And right, say, if right. he needs anything, he'll let us know. So it was For like, sure. okay, that's just how it was. But I didn't know how all stuff that was happening. Gonna say nothing, so yeah. <laughs> So that's something like, dang, I wish, like, the same thing, like, how it was with me. Wow. Like, dang, I wish you would have said something. Right. Like, dang, I wish you would have said something. Come like, I think, kind of, we talked about it before when you were stuck in our mindset, like, oh, being a burden to people. But I'm like, honestly, I feel like we could have really helped you out if you would have <laughs> let us know. Come like, I think, or it, it would have at least helped in, like, the realization of, like, this oxycodone, what you were going through oh, was, yeah, probably, yeah. was so severe. 
I think that realization would have come a lot sooner if more people knew the situation that was going on with you. The realization for other people, like for y'all on the outside? I would say more so like the household. I'm not oh, saying okay, like okay, mainly okay. everybody else. Okay, okay. But more so the household, like if we knew this is a lot of the symptoms you were experiencing with the medicines you were taking, and more specifically, so oxycontin, so that's the only one I really knew you were doing. Right, right, right. Like right, if right. I would have known those situations, I'm like, oh, like. I think we all would have been like, okay, this isn't good. Like, even when you was talking about, like, okay, you're going through this, you will sleep multiple times. Facts, like, you were, bro. like, you, what well, we talked about, I know yeah. you talked about in the next episode about the depression and all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if that was the case, this nigga should have been sleeping upstairs. <laughs> like, I could have slept downstairs. <laughs> and actually, I think there was one point where you were supposed to actually be supposed yeah. to switch. Yep, dad, dad. I don't remember what happened. I yeah. don't either. I don't either. Primary was actually supposed to switch. I'm Dang, like, yeah, right. that would make a lot more sense because that that environment does not help. That only like festers and grow all of that even more. You know what? I do remember. I'm glad you reminded me of that. That ties in with what we're gonna say on the next one, tied into the hospital okay. okay. situation. Like I forgot about that. That is a direct connection to what we're gonna yeah. speak about on the next one. But yes, okay. you are correct. Yeah. So that's the only thing that I like at home. I'm like, damn, I, if I wish, if, if, if we would have known these certain situations, yeah, I think we would have, yeah, been able to be a more support um, so, in a lot of situations. But at the same time, like I said, I understand because I went through my own situation, <laughs> especially when you're dealing with depression. It, 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 right. Your mindset and how you view things is very different to what they could actually be. So, wow. it is, yeah. That's what I'm sitting here reflecting on, like, how I think we kind of touched on it a little bit on. Your story episode, mm. I, I was trying to remember the title, but I, I can't remember the title. I think it was Proud Month or Trapped in the Closet. Trapped in the Closet, Those yeah. episodes, okay? That, yeah. <laughs> just those episodes, man. <laughs> yeah, and I remember towards the end of one of those when we were just having a regular conversation. And mm. even in certain moments in that episode where I would say, like, yeah, no, I completely understand that, 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 I was yeah, going through. Yeah. And now me being able to, like, visually connect those dots. Yeah. I mean, I, I could before, but the, I'm not about to go and tell my mind where, but now me speaking on my side of it, I can, like, yeah. visually look at the dots. Together, yeah. yeah, and it's like, yo, that's crazy. Now knowing yours, your story and you getting more details on why I say I, I relate, even though it's a completely yeah, different yeah. situation on things. It's like, wow, bro. Nope. That is, <laughs> wow. So, yeah. It was, it, it was pretty much <laughs> depressed around the same time. I didn't yeah. even know it. So, it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I was already in my own, yeah, my mind was already where I was at. Right. And, and when they said it was in terms of dealing with you, I didn't realize the severity of a lot of it. I, was like, I, knew, you, I knew you slept a lot. And I said, mm-hmm. you know, like, Mookie stays downstairs yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. And I saw some powders come down there to check on you. I'm like, oh, do you want to play games or do something? I'm like, oh. And other than that, I'm like, well, I guess he wants to be. I don't like, I didn't think oh, too much of it. I didn't think too much of it. A I was little, like, okay. A little, I don't know, tidbit, a little, mm-hmm. I guess, clarity. Because of that entire situation and understanding and using Oxycontin, and like you just said, with me sleeping a lot, that yeah. also was the start that changed my sleeping pattern completely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Being in a hospital <laughs> didn't help sure. at all. But yeah. that was the start of changing my sleeping pattern completely. Yep. Ever since and then. And sleeping downstairs at the basement. Like, it would be legit pitch black. So, just imagine how many years you was in the basement. My like, now that I saw that, I'm like, that does not sound really good. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, was that your idea to move in the basement? I'm like, oh. Uh, this- 
Talking about this does not sound I like don't that's know, a good improvement. <laughs> I want to say no, Sorry. but it sounds like it could be my idea. But I'm it not probably really was. sure. Kind of we so basically, me and Remy used to stay in bed. the same room yeah. in a bunk bed. But then, of course, like you know, as you get older and stuff like that, you want your own space. So I'm like, I'm assuming, like, oh, you know, I just go in the basement. I have but no clue. I wonder, it might have been dad. It might have been dad. I'm not, I'm not sure. Because it, it was somewhere around either when I started high school mm-hmm. or once you left middle school. I think that was the moment where I started hearing separate conversations of they need to have their individual spaces now they're getting older uh, or something. Okay, okay. But okay. I, where it started from, I don't know if it was me or dad. But I remember hearing those okay. conversations around it. Yeah. And I was happy about it. I mean, hey. I mean, I know you was happy about it. I'm just saying, like, but just hearing out, everything back, I'm yeah, like, yeah. that is the worst environment to be in, dealing with all of that. Like a prime That's... environment for depression. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying, like, in terms of your sleeping patterns as well, because, like, even when the sun is actually out, you don't see it. It's dark. Like, yeah. you're, you're yeah. it's dark. Yeah. So, that's a big reason why your sleeping patterns is messed up as well, because, well, over a decade, you spent it in the basement with no sunlight. Facts. On yeah. top of depression, on yeah. top of drugs. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even when I did get sick, majority of the times, and still to this day, actually, dang, I'm really reflecting on that now. Like, even when I do get sick and I got to go to the hospital, mm. I don't do it until it's late night. Really? Period. Yeah, because I feel it's two reasons, but I think now I understand the other reason. Mm. Because it's when it's late, like 12, 1, 2 in the morning, the hospital isn't packed. Uh, ER, the see, ER so isn't busy. Yeah. yeah. So it started out as that, but why I never changed that, I think now I know why I never changed that too, though. Because I yeah. never tried during day. And if I did, that was just because I am completely broken. I need to yeah. go now. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. My only question then is with all of that, at least on the outside, Mm-hmm. You kind of already answered it because you said you this whole story or everything I just said is kind of new to you. But were there any moments where it's like, all right, Mook or Remy, whatever, is high but enjoying himself? I was trying to find a different way to say that. Yeah. Cause I, now I know what you're saying. <laughs> that like... sentence sound crazy. But it's like, y'all know me when I'm normal. Like, like basically, he's regularly. not his normal self, but like it's not like he's yeah. still... Like it's high happy, not movie yeah, happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Were there any moments where y'all noticed or you noticed that outside yeah. of the hospital? That's what I'm saying. Outside the hospital, probably not. Because I can definitely see that in the hospital for sure. <laughs> but like <laughs> outside of the hospital, I'm trying to think. So that's all. I think sometimes. I think for. The only thing I can think of is maybe sometimes with us playing video games, I can just notice like your energy shift is sometimes it could be a little bit different. So I think if anything is like your excitement sometimes with playing a game, it'd be like, okay. Or like something, I mean, I think both of us, I I, mean, I wasn't high, but I would say stupid stuff on a regular <laughs> basis. like, bro, so- <laughs> you got to break down that side of that story. Like, this is too much right now. So I'm like, when she started talking how crazy I used to talk, I'm like, okay, you know, he's enjoying himself. Mm. But if anything, now I'm thinking it back, I'm like, those could have been moments you probably was high. I'm like, for you to talk how I was talking, I'm like, that wasn't like there's new Mookie like a good time Mookie, but Mookie don't really talk that crazy. Right, that usually right. me. Right, right, <laughs> so, right, right, right. Okay. So yeah, yeah, I would say yeah. those moments at least, and most of those were probably like with us playing the video games. If anything. Right, 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 right. Okay, but nothing so extreme. Those, that is just like 
Hey man, do you mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I nothing to the you nothing okay? to where I was like, okay, like I'm kind of concerned. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was never at least at home. No, no, I don't. I don't recall it to that point. Okay, I've always wanted. And to it's, I think even I'll say this too, though. Even for like growing up, I mean, even though I knew you was taking oxycodone. I didn't even know what really oxycodone well, was. Right, right. Y'all still. So that's another it. thing. Yeah. yeah, so even if you were a high, like, oh, this is like a normal, like, this isn't bad for him, like, this must be okay, because he was prescribed it. So a question so, like that would be suitable yeah. for, like, mom or dad or something. They've seen me in all yeah. states. Okay. And they were more knowledgeable of, like, so, like as yeah. a kid, I mean, I don't know, I knew, like, I knew you were taking medicine. I said, in terms of your symptoms, I didn't know much about him. I knew you were taking Oxycontin, and I know Oxycontin was... Bad until like I right, got right, older, right, 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 right. Then everybody knew like, oh, this is like an opioid. This is like people get really addicted to and all that other <laughs> this type is of stuff. Death in like, a flower. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that when I was <laughs> growing up. I never knew that. Cause how you was always describing like you were like oh like if you if someone was to take this you would be out for days and stuff like yes. that. Yes, I just I saw like oh this must be really good for sleeping. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. As a kid, you all know this. This, this is nighttime medicine. This is good sleeping medicine and good for pain management. So I'm like, I guess this is a good job for him. Facts, facts. Okay, okay. That, that says a lot. Yeah, I've always wanted no. to ask that, but now I see why. Okay. Yeah, the, no. I got you. I got you. Okay. <laughs> when in reality, it was the complete opposite. But in my eyes at the time, I'm like, okay, he's feeling yeah. good, then... That's what he needs. Yeah. Again, that's the only clear example that I can give. It's like in that picture that we have, me pulling my yeah. shirt up and showing my belly. That was a good story, Colin. So I would have that now said, because, yeah, knowing that high. it was a great day, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought nothing was wrong. Because the fact you was having it, like I said, there was no, like, oh, like, Mookie, are you right. okay? I don't even, no. we didn't have to do that because it, it seemed like it was okay the whole time. But in reality, you wasn't. Self-management. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Self management is on par. Period. I've gotten I've gotten the hold on that. Yes, but that also can be the detriment too. So like it's Very it's good show. in the sense like okay you know I can do this on my own. But mm-hmm. sometimes like should I have done this on my own? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every so, time I see that picture, I think about that. I'm like, man, I wonder if they know I was high as life in that picture. <laughs> like even though that is kind yeah. of like what I would. That's still Mookie you levels. Do, yeah. <laughs> That's still Mookie levels. Right. But it was like, boy. Mm-mm-mm. So I guess I'm, I'm curious now then, like, a lot of the, kind of like, well, it's still you, but I'm like, in a lot of those moments where you do, like, crazy stuff like that, were you high when you did it? Or was it that depends. just, like, normal? It depends on, on what it is. Like, I don't remember all of them. Remember, like, the party boy area? Oh, no, no. That, was, boy that was Mookie okay. out. Okay, that was Mookie. Okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to think now, too. Like, then I wonder, was he high when he was doing all those party boys? No, 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 no. That that was... <laughs> no, that was just regular me having a good time. No, that was, that was just me, yeah. No. Yeah, Um, majority of those, I can't remember fully either. Mm-hmm. Because taking that uh, medicine is just takes you out, bad. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. And even if I'm not asleep, I am not aware... I don't know yeah. how it works, like, brain-wise, but it's like, mm. I'm here, but I'm not here. So, yeah, when yeah. this is all over with, I'm not going to remember a lot of this. So, when I see that picture, it's like, bro, that's the only portion that you got to <laughs> build, the, right. connect the dots around to even give you that story. And I, no, yeah, and I remember yeah. that because that was only my that was my first encounter of taking the patch publicly. That's why I can remember mm, portions okay, of that. Okay. But every time I see that picture, okay. it's like, wow, bro hilarious oh man 
But uh, yeah. Yeah. So I guess with that, um, did you have like any final thoughts and like also <laughs> let people know like what to expect for like part two? Um, um next yeah. episode. Yeah, part two I will explain the process. Everything that I gave in this episode is just pretty much pain management, pain and just medicine, period. Everything that would happen aside from me actually being in the hospital. And even at the end of that, that's why I say it was so easy because it's just combining all of that. But the potency is there nonstop because it's it's an IV situation. So in the next episode, I want to break down what that is like out of the hospital and what goes on or at least what what happened mentally, spiritually, like internally. Like what what are those What's that cycle like? Because I think a lot of people just get an understanding of, all right, well, he went to the hospital. He going to be better. He'd be out in a week or two or whatever. And mm-hmm. then, hey, Mook's out of the hospital. He's back to regular life. It's like, no, fam, this, this is a whole, <laughs> yeah. this is a whole <laughs> different roller coaster here. And I, I'm break that down and just break down how things work and how I look at things because of everything that happens overall. Yeah. Okay. Final okay. thoughts. Don't do anything that I just said <laughs> in this episode. I don't care if you got sickle cell, if you know somebody that got sickle cell. You know what? If you know somebody that got sickle cell, mm. tell them to watch the episode, listen to the episode. Yeah. But please don't try to recreate or do anything that I said in this because no, it's bad, it's bad. It's all bad, okay? <laughs> there are a lot of things that I also have kept out. I'm not going to lie because I wanted to make it, I wanted to keep it a smooth transition, but there are a lot of other symptoms and understandings that yeah. are for me that it's like, nah, fam, I don't want, I don't want anybody else to try to recreate or make changes for themselves and not understanding yeah. themselves fully. So I can't give you that green light to be like, yeah, try right. it. If I don't even know how you are with yourself on a regular basis, whether you have sickle cell or not, no. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Don't do that, bro. Mm-mm. And so, I'll yeah. say for myself, um, yeah, my takeaway is do not have children live in a basement <laughs> without windows. That is. I thought you were about to end that at don't have children. I'm like, dang. No, but no. I agree. Yeah, I just don't know why. I don't know why we thought that was a good idea. I'm just thinking about. It. I just don't know. Like, it doesn't matter if you have sickles or not. Don't. Yeah, just don't. Why? Why live in the basement with no windows? So that's my takeaway. Pit windows in the basement if you can. If not, keep it for storage yeah. or movie room. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. exactly. You and I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I mean, my, my my natural response to that is, well, thank God that I am mentally and spiritually strong. Yeah, to yeah, the levels yeah. that I am. <laughs> But that is not me saying that I go against the statement that he just said. No, that is me understanding me. And I'm here to tell you that's that's it. (laughs) That's it. So I guess with that, that is today's episode of Provoking Dialogue. Yeah. You can follow us on all social media platforms at Provoking Dialogue. That's spelled P-R-O-V-O-K-I-N Dialogue. You can go to our website, ProvokingDialogue.com, to check out all our previous episodes. We're also on all streaming networks. And other than that, hope you left with a refreshing new point of view. You can find Remy at... My Facebook 
Also, if you're following me already, you might want to double check that because you might not be following me in about 12 days. So follow my Facebook, my new one at Remy Remy, R-E-M-E space R-E-M-Y and Twitter, same way. Yeah. And I also have a design account and that's Remy Designs 1, R-E-M-E Designs. I'm not going to spell designs. The number one. <laughs> there you go. Rainbow Designs one. <laughs> your place for graphic design work, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and for me, you can just follow me at Naturally Shack, all social media. And until next time, hope you left with a freshly new point of view. Adios. See ya.